Welcome to the Chess Boxing Podcast. This week we've got Dan Lee Pating Zhu. Enjoy. Hello. Hi, Dan Lee. How are you doing? I'm, are you calling from Bristol? Is that right? Uh, no, London. Oh, uh, right. I grew up in Bristol, so I think um, that's that's why. Oh, I see. You grew up in Bristol, um, but you live in London now. Whereabouts in London do you live? Uh, I'm on Canary Wharf, living with a couple of friends. So, yeah, it's pretty okay. nice. Just over the river from me. I, I live in Rotherhide. Oh, really? Fantastic. Yeah, yeah great It's slightly less salubrious than Canary Wharf, but <laughs> it's very nice. Um, uh, <laughs> um, it's nice and- having the marathon the other day as well. Yeah, well, actually, I, I had to get back. Um, I had to leave London, so I had to get up at like half past six because uh, where my flat is is like within the boundary of one of the loops or something like that. Um, oh dear, okay. Yeah, so I was I was a bit hungover and uh, had to get up. At like half past six. <laughs> but I, I did manage it. Oh jeez. But, but it's nice. In fact, um, as you mentioned it, your uh, opponent Ruth ran the marathon last year. Just came. Oh, did she? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, she's very That's crazy distance. Yeah, she's very um, into running, um, so obviously the right that that lends itself to uh, fitness and that kind of stuff. Do you do do you do much <laughs> running? Uh, I'm not a big runner myself, actually. I uh, tore my ACL a few years ago, so my knee's been oh, a no. bit unhappy about running since. Oh dear. Okay, but you. So how do you how do you stay fit then when you're training for a fight? What's your do you swim or? Uh, a little bit of swimming. Yeah, I've got some. Uh, like bone conduction earphones that make swimming a lot more fun or you can hear music underwater it's you can wear cool. them underwater i didn't realize that yeah would recommend if you're into that i've got some but i didn't know i didn't know i could wear them underwater that's a whole new uh mm. potential area of use that i wasn't <laughs> aware of um, but yeah they're very cool i use them for running not that i run as, that much but hopefully as we get into the summer maybe we'll use them a bit more but um mm, very nice very nice yeah so um but yes, but you weren't born in Bristol, were you? Uh, no, I was born in China in a city called Xi'an, so pretty central. Okay, and do you do you visit much? Do you go back there? Have you got family there, or? Uh, yeah, I still got grandparents, cousins, aunties, uncles. Um, haven't been in a few years because of COVID and how yeah. funky China's been in recent years. But hoping to do a trip at some point. Yeah, they seem to have had it worse over there than most places, haven't they? And they're still, they're still, they're still reeling from it, really, aren't they? Yeah, I think the uh, policy was a bit mismanaged, to say the least. So uh, I think things are easing up now, which is good. But yeah, they've taken a big brunt recently. Okay, well, and what do you do in Canary Wharf? Do you work in finance or something similar? Uh, I do. Yeah, I work in trading. So in foreign exchange and precious metals, we make prices for different assets, um, and it's all sort of how, how much gold do you own? Do you own at the moment? <laughs> we don't own any of it, sadly. Um, oh, that's a but shame. We're making prices around it. Yeah, it'd be okay. fun to have some gold bars lying around, wouldn't it? I was going to say you're not you on camera. Just, yeah, you probably or does that count as insider trading if you were just buy like a bar of gold? <laughs> no, no, I think it's okay, but. Uh, I'll give you the good tips when I know of any. <laughs> Have you, um, is this actually links a couple of things we've been talking about. There's a, there's a program called The Gold on BBC iPlayer. Have you seen it? Okay, no, I've not heard of it actually. Okay, well, um, it's, it's, this is a massive, um, this is not to the point at all, but um, yeah, okay. it's about the, it's about a big uh, heist that happened in the 80s called, called the Brinkmat Heist, where they stole 26 million pounds worth of gold 
Wow. Um, and by the time uh, the, the story broke, it, the heist was worth 27 million because it was so much gold that it moved the price of gold. And then <laughs> they basically, um, they obviously then had to try and launder it. And the way they right. did it was through like the um initially it was through like um gold dealers like in london mm-hmm. and then um once they had the money they bought all the docklands um all around rather oh, wow. all around canary wharf and uh developed a lot of the property there and then sold off the property and that's really? how yeah they know they were i don't i think some people were caught but most of the money was never recovered mm-hmm. but they mostly got away with it but it's, wow. yeah, it's, a, it's a really good show if you if you're interested. Um, it's quite it's quite a good yeah. dramatization. You've got a lot of really like proper like London Cockney sort of accents, <laughs> uh, a lot of Essex accents as well. Um, <laughs> yeah, so thanks for you... the tip. I have to check it out. Yeah, check it out. How did you hear about chess boxing? Um, so I played a bit of chess growing up, and I think when I was trying to Google something related to chess, like chess boxing came up, and I was like, what is that? Um, I clicked on the link and yeah, I showed this sport of these two sort of brutish looking guys sat over a chess board in the middle of a, a boxing ring. And I was like, yeah, that sounds pretty fun. <laughs> so, so, you, so you just came down to training or did you go to a show? Um, I just came down to training when I moved to London once. I think I tried it out with you guys for a session or two. And yeah, it was really good. Good fun. Great bunch of people down there. Okay. Uh, was that the one where you managed to get onto that Louis Theroux um, competition? Yeah, that was a funny coincidence. Uh, I think it was Ginny. She was entering yeah. the competition to make a film, right? And then I was down and she was like, hey, do you want to be in a film? I was like, sure. So she uh, <laughs> yeah, made a few clips and uh, yeah, good for her. It turned out really well and she ended up winning the competition, didn't she? Yeah, she did. Um, and yeah, she's probably re- quite close to your weight, maybe a slightly heavier. But um, I've been trying to convince her to to do it, but I'm not sure. She's, <laughs> I'm not sure she's that keen to be punched in the face, which is which is understandable. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so you haven't actually been. To, obviously, you, you fought in the last event, didn't you? But you hadn't actually been to a, an event before then. Uh, no, I've never been actually. But it was a great atmosphere yeah. in the night. Everything was so well coordinated, and yeah, the crowd were really good, really great energy. Yeah, the crowd are, ama- are amazing there. They just always, uh, they always impress me every time. Every like the last three or four <laughs> shows, they just seem to have got louder and better. Um, and yeah, we're really looking forward to. It. We've got a, a show in October um, where we've got a we've got a got a Olympic gold medalist fighting. It's, he's a freestyle. Oh, wow. skier. Yeah, he's not actually a, a boxing or or chess gold medalist. He's a freestyle. Skier. <laughs> um, but still, yeah, that that that's something to look forward to. Um, so That's how did you actually cool. find how did you actually find the show? Because it can be quite uh, nervous. You don't strike me as a very nervous person. You're quite self confident. But um, I, I've done I've fought three times, and it's actually the it's the waiting to to go on that I find mm. the most difficult. How did you find that? Yeah, I think you're right. It's kind of the build up to it on the day. It's like oh gosh, there's going to be a lot of people there watching every punch, every move. It's all going to yeah. be on camera. Um, so that's a bit nerve-wracking for sure but um yeah I think I was lucky to be on the first fight so I didn't have to do too much waiting around I could just sort of jump into it and go straight to it and I had a few friends in the audience as well supporting so that definitely helped yeah being on first is definitely the way forward um mm. I probably shouldn't say this because the trouble is 
every time I try and you know match fighters, they all all want to go in first because obviously they can then enjoy the night <laughs> with their friends. But yeah, everyone exactly. can go first, you know. <laughs> um, and um, what did you what did you think of the of the of the format and the the intros? Um, how did you find all the sort of because uh, because a lot of it is you know obviously being a sports person you, you have to compete and you have to be in front of people but then on top of that you've got to come onto like a track and like wave at the crowd and like there's quite a lot to think about mm. over and above fighting isn't there mm, yeah it's quite a nice sort of setup to it all I think you still got the whole boxing sort of walking in and the commentators yeah. um, for the chess as well that was really funny I think um yeah, they, they re- I think they really bring the chess alive, don't they, the, the commentators? They, mm. they were brilliant. <laughs> um, so let's let's talk about the actual fight. So you're fighting um, uh, Ruth Slattery. Um, I don't know. I'll, I'll let you talk a little bit about the fight, but I have to tell you, I thought um, you both acquitted yourself very well. I thought the chess was well, well matched initially, and then it got uh, understandably uh, slightly less accurate as, as the as the rounds went on, when you kind of off what happens. But how did you, how did you feel it went? Uh, yeah, no, I think you're right. Uh, I think it started off pretty intensely. Um, yeah, the rounds of boxing, I think were pretty high volume in terms of uh, punches throwing. Like, it was a lot of back and forth. Um, and yeah, the chess, I think, obviously being bullet, it's never going to be like computer level accurate, but uh, well, not with that yeah, it's still a bit messy in times. <laughs> <laughs> and uh i didn't realize as well in like the headphones they're blaring big music like yeah yeah that's so you can't well, hear the yeah. commentators Perhaps yeah i think i don't know if i did include that obviously i send everyone a little briefing note to what to expect i right. think that's in there but if it's not i'll put it in because okay. you'd kind of need to practice with that noise don't you <laughs> it can be a bit distracting <laughs> maybe i just didn't read it but uh no, it may, yeah. I, I may not be in this with you. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just quite intense as well. Um, but the transitions were all pretty smooth as well, like people setting up the board and the ref and the, the boxing. So yeah, I think it was surprisingly easy to transition because they're so different. Um, I think I was expecting it to be rather difficult to sort of be focused on the chess when I was doing the boxing. But mm. actually in the boxing, my mind wasn't really on the chess at all and vice versa. Okay. Would you want to take take us through the chess game quickly? I did quick, uh, have a look on um, uh, chessboxing.info. They, 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 I don't know if you realise, mm. but they've got your whole chess game up up there. Do, do you want to take us through the game? Okay. How, how it progressed. Can you remember? Too much about it. It's a while ago now. I appreciate. Um, I think it started off pretty even. Um, I think Ruth was slightly ahead was very, was, was very uh, balanced and uh of a good standard like the opening from both players it was very even um mm. until the middle game and then i think ruth ruth saw an opportunity to basically line up her queen and her bishop uh, mm. potentially getting i don't think it would have been checkmate but she would have basically brought her queen right down into the, the behind your pawn structure in front of your king um, but right. instead, of putting, instead of putting a queen in front of the bishop, she somehow contrived to manoeuvre the queen around behind the bishop. And then when she brought oh, up, yes. then then she got a bishop trapped. And that was kind of a turning point, I think. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think you're right completely. Um, yeah, it wasn't a very tactical game. It was sort of slow, positional at the start. And then, yeah, it was, I think it was light squares, wasn't it? Um, and yeah, I think you're right. She probably could have got the queen in. Um, I think my I, knight I think, was... I think you would have been able to defend it, but I think obviously that would have been a much bigger threat. Mm, yeah, um, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and in the end, once you lost her bishop, it all went a little bit Pitong. Because uh, then she left, she left. I think she left a rook on pre as well. Um, oh right, and, and yeah. that was yeah, that was the checkmate. I think the end. Um, well, that, yeah, I guess. Sorry, go on. Yeah, things are going a bit haywire, as you said, and probably as the rounds progressed, it was getting more intense um, in terms of boxing, and also uh, maybe the time as well. I think, I guess, it's quite oh, easy right. to make a mistake in blitz and then spiral from there. So. The clock's running down. And what about what about the boxing? How did you find that? Uh, yeah, I think it was a, a pretty good match. Um, we both got some pretty big shots in, I think, on both sides. So, um, yeah, it's quite intense. I think both of the boxing rounds started off like quite aggressive, and then sort of we may be getting a bit tired towards the latter end of the round. So it sort of uh, tamed off a bit, but. Yeah, I think yeah, um, back and forth. I think Ruth did really well. I th well, to weather quite a big storm at the, at the first round of boxing. I don't know if it was the first mm -hmm. round of boxing or the second round, but I remember there was a moment when I think you kind of realised that Ruth's guard. You were basically throwing this like shovel hook like between her her fists, and it yeah, got for a couple of times, and then you just kept throwing it. You threw it like four or five or six or seven or eight times. Um, right. And then, uh, and then I think I think she got her standing eight count at uh, one point, didn't yeah. she? So yeah, it's not surprising that that her chest kind of fell away a bit because I think she uh, she did really well to hang on at mm. some points. But then she did come back into it. She threw some good uh, overhands and she did catch you a few times as well. Mm, uh, yeah, definitely. So I think I, I thought I thought yeah, it was I really. That. Go on, sorry. Mm. Yeah, no, I think you're right. Watching back bits of it, uh, I think she had quite a, like a high sort of loose guard, so that allows me to get a few shots in. But I was maybe dropping my left hand a bit, so then she was sort of coming over the top with a, a right at times. So, yeah, both uh, areas to be improved in our respective boxing games. But, yeah, it's quite a, an you, interesting how, fight, I suppose. How did you find the two-minute uh, rounds? Do you think you could have gone three-minute boxing rounds? Uh, potentially, yeah. I think it may have slowed the action down a bit. Um, maybe we were both quite conscious that it was two minute rounds. So we just sort of had to get the punches in whilst we could, but it does feel like a long time when you're you're in there because every move is so fast and you're throwing so many punches that it sort of really drags out the time. Yeah, you th you've, you're both throwing a lot of punches. I think your output w was particularly impressive, but um, you both really, it, I, I thought, um, you, you look very, very well matched. It was quite a spectacle because obviously you've you've got dark hair and Ruth had this big blonde, <laughs> like bobbing hair, and she was all one white. And you yeah. were all black, um, which I didn't yeah. really didn't really occur to me <laughs> until I saw you both together in the ring, um, and, and I thought you were so well matched, like in terms of your physique. It was it was a really mm. good way to start the show. It was it was a great fight. I thought. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, so, do you think it, you'd like to fight again? Because I mean. The reason I was asking about three-minute rounds is because you did seem quite comfortable 
And if you wanted to fight for like a belt or something, we would probably you'd probably be going for slightly longer time control on the on the boxing. Is that something you might like yeah, to do? Yeah, definitely. Future? Yeah, definitely keen to give it a go at some point. Uh, maybe after hold up on the beers and burgers a little bit. Uh, okay. But yeah, <laughs> if I get the fitness up, should be good. All oh, right. So you you've basically been enjoying yourself since the since the event, have you? Uh, yeah, just part of <laughs> usual life. <laughs> Fair enough. And beforehand, maybe. <laughs> um, well, actually, that brings me on to a question that I ask a lot of, uh, well, almost all of our um, the people we interview, which is, uh, what is your favourite chocolate bar? Oh, that's a tough one. Um... Is it tough because you, there's so many or tough because you hardly ever consume chocolate bars? Um, I think there's just so many and they're all quite different. Um I no. have a soft spot for Tony's Chocolonies. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I've been Those to Tony's. Tony's. I don't know if it's his factory or basically their kind of big shop in Amsterdam. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. So I'm quite a big fan as well. It's quite, mm. it's ethical, ethically sourced, isn't it? That's like the big selling point, I think. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it is very tasty. Um, and it's kind of like daily <laughs> colours, isn't it? And all the, it's not, it's not like in squares. It's all like crazy paving. Mm, yeah, it? exactly. Yeah. Yeah, Did I do you quite see the like production it. of it. Or... Yeah, well, I've, I've noticed that it's it's because I didn't realise when I went to Amsterdam, it wasn't in the UK, but since then, that, that it seems to be everywhere. Yeah, it's quite it's blown up quite a lot recently. I think. Okay, well, mm. a shout out to Tony's then. Um, <laughs> And uh, yeah, is there anything, anything, any, anything else you'd like to say about the show, or anyone you'd like to say hello to? Uh, yeah, just thanks everyone who helped uh, run the show, put it together, organise it. Everything just went so smoothly, and really, I had a very easy job just, you know, turning up, walking up, that and uh, doing flavours. Danley, that is uh, not. But, <laughs> but just like walking job. into the stage, and uh, you know, everything, all the chairs that. The sound, the lighting, the the organisation, and the streaming, all the, the filming of it is a lot of work to go into show. So, thanks everyone for doing that, and uh, I guess shout out to my training partners as well, who've uh, helped me become better over the years. And did you have how many people did you have coming to watch you? Uh, oh gosh, maybe six or seven, somewhere okay. in that range. Yeah, a handful of friends. And they were in good voice, were they? They were they were making themselves heard. I hope. Yeah, indeed. There may be a nice sign, so that was that was fun. Well, um, Danley, I hope we'll see you down at training at some point again. You'd be very welcome. Yeah, come down, down. Thank you. Yeah. Come down and train with us. And um, yeah, well, thanks very much for fighting. Um, it's it's so good as well to see um, women in the ring as well. It's it's very hard to. There's just it's so hard to match women because there's there's just not that many of them. So it's it's really good to see. <laughs> Not only two women in the ring, but also mm. well, very well matched women as well. Um, mm. So thank you for fighting. We, we really appreciate it. Um, and thanks for coming on the podcast. Um, so that's great. Yeah, thanks very much, Danley. And uh, I hope to see you at training Perfect. soon. Yeah, thanks very much for having me, Gavin. Cheers. Okay, cheers. And that's it for this week. Don't forget, you can get tickets for our next show on the 7th of October at chessboxingnation.com. And you can watch our stream live at youtube.com forward slash chessboxing. Next week, we've got uh, Ruth Slattery and The Berserker. So we'll see you in a couple of weeks. 
and make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a beat.